And good morning and welcome to the Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor. It's Friday the 30th of June. It is the half year end. Everybody's rushing to get the results out. And yes, I'm still here. I thought I wasn't going to be, but I am Paul. Um, sorry, I confused everybody, but I won't be here next week. I'll be in Cornwall. Okay, uh, morning, Paul. Good. Morning, morning, Paul. Energy, energy. I went to a dinner. I went to the Melbourne Mining Club last night, uh, which uh, wait, Gary Nagel, the CEO of Glencore, was speaking. I've got to say it was a bit of a PR speech. Um, but uh, it was obviously very interesting about what they're doing with their coal and heck. Uh, but I have got to just give a quick shout out here for EQ Resources, who were my hosts. Uh, absolutely fantastic host. Uh, and it turned out that I knew virtually everybody on their table, all the fund managers, the clients, uh, and uh, Steve Layton, um, the host himself, was an NED of uh, EQ Resources. What a fantastic host. What a fantastic person. Um, Turns out that his father was the Leighton in Scott Goff Leighton, which is where I started my career. Uh, Scott Goff Leighton merged with Smith Brothers to become Smith Newcourt, then Merrill Lynch, then Bank of America. Uh, but it was a tremendous evening. I, I made a lot of really good contacts, particularly in the asset management side as well. Some big asset managers there. EQ Resources, it's just going into production uh, for Tungsten. It's a very similar project, Paul. I, I know you know it a little bit. Uh, to Tungsten West in that it's it's um, it's got aggregates as well. It's using all sorts, all sorts of same sort of thing. I guess the big difference, if you look at its share price, it's been actually a really good performer and it's up uh, 46% so far this year. Um, so clearly it's got momentum behind it. So well done EQ Resources and thank you very much. Uh, right, turning to the news today, Paul, uh, why don't actually we just, why don't you talk a little bit about, um, Actually, there's two I wanted to pick up on. One was Vulcan Energy. Um, it's been a bit of a, a, a shifting of the um, the uh, Francis's position. Francis Whedon, who's very talented, he's he's gone up to executive chair, isn't he? Yes, he has. Uh, he is uh, taking an executive role at the chairman level, uh, giving the uh, CEO and MD uh, uh, position to. Uh, Chris Moreno, who steps up in that position where he was uh, deputy CEO previously, and the chairman role becomes executive, whereas Gavin Rezos, uh, who had been non-exec chair, then steps back to be deputy chair in this particular situation. Look, Francis is a very smart chap. Vulcan's been very successful. Um, it is ASX listed. Its business is in Germany. I would just love to dual list them. On the Aquis Exchange, so that you don't, it's not going to cost you too much. No more regulation. Please, 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 Vulcan, one day do it because we know we could get European and British shareholders into you. Uh, that's my plea there. Uh, moving on, the other one I think it's worth a quick mention. It's, it's, it's fairly small news, but uh, it's dual listed as well. Is Near Metals, uh, which has got a vanadium slaggery processing business, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Uh, Neo Metals had uh, in indicated that they have arranged a time extension out to the 30th of September for its final investment decision for uh, from its European bankers on that uh, funding for that slag project. Uh, it appears to be uh, just delays as far as uh, getting final negotiations completed in this particular case. What's going on with these time extensions and, and Scandinavia? Because that, that isn't Beowulf Mining uh, also doing that? Yeah, Beowulf had a similar announcement today for its Graphintech sub subsidiary. In this case, Beowulf's uh, was about uh, not having all of the um, uh, data and uh, work milestones completed up to the prior anticipated target date. So they've pushed the, the municipality as a in Finland, where they were going to put their battery anode materials plant uh, 
for the graph and tech subsidiary has allowed them an extension on purchase uh, and uh, commitment there to the 31st of January of 2024. But I think it's uh, we're meeting with some uh, time and labor commitments uh, shortages in the various parts of uh, Europe in order to get as many of these projects done. And in some of these other cases uh, that the working capital shortfall from lack of um, or slow down in funding in uh, Europe uh, is having some impact too. Uh, yeah, and after yesterday's exciting news with the uh, Emirates and uh, British Lithium, there's a tiny bit of news out, isn't there, on uh, Cornish Metals and uh, Cornish Lithium today. Um, uh, yes. want to comment on them? Cornish Lithium uh, pu uh, published their 2022 sustainability report uh, today. Among their activities, they had completed a life cycle assessment for the proposed Trelever project uh, based level process flow sheet. They've held a number of 17 community drop-in sessions around the project area during the past year and have done various parts of uh, uh, re reporting and training uh, for uh, staff and uh, local community around environmental <laughs> health and habitat and so forth and so on. So. Uh, they've committed a, around 44,000 pounds worth of uh, funding to to local community projects as part of their sustainability initiative. Yeah, the trouble is, as we know from the FT on Wednesday, they are desperately short cash at the moment. But, so there we go. Uh, and Cornish Metals just had their AGM, didn't they? Yes, that's right. Cornish Metals. Uh, uh, they said farewell to their founding uh, chairman, Grenville Thomas, because he didn't put himself uh, up for re-election this year. Uh, okay, uh, obviously, uh, also, uh, Richard, if you're listening, uh, I'm going to be in Cornwall all of July. If you want to play around and go for Travos, do give me a shout. All righty. I no, thought not we you, talk Paul. Richard Williams, the CEO of Cornish Metals. Anyway, yeah, anything else, Paul? Yeah, we should mention Endeavour Mining since it's listed in London along with its two other listings. Uh, it has sold its uh, Bungu and Wagneon mines to a new name to me as far as those uh, uh, investment group. It's a group of West African entrepreneurs who call themselves uh, Lilium Capital and they've sold it for uh, terms and conditions of $300 million. As a result, because these are two operating mines of Endeavor, Endeavor then has reduced its uh, gold production guidance uh, for this year uh, to accommodate that loss of production on their balance sheet. So uh, I guess the question that comes up to me is uh, Endeavor Mining had the value of these operating assets near $600 million in book value, whereas they've been sold for $300 million. They were therefore considered non-core uh, to Endeavor's uh, story. And Endeavor does have two other mines in uh, uh, scale-up uh, or new development anyway, which will have better cost profile, better production profile, so I can understand why they sold. Uh, the question then is, is what will Lilium Capital, uh, what do they intend to do with these, what would be considered some really advanced uh, good assets here? Mm. Okay. Anything else, Paul? Should we call it day on Friday? Call it day for now. We've got our, our the VSA Capital Summer party today, so you we need to get ready for that. Okay. We'll we'll see you then. Well, we'll see Ali then again next week. Okay. Yep.